0: Good. Glad to have you here this morning. Thanks for being here, both in person and online. My name is Nate Westerfield, the Crave arts pastor here, and uh, so glad you guys are with us this morning. Uh, pastor Chase, you know, as he just kind of did a little intro there, he did start the series last week, Worshiping the Word, and he gave us some great practical tools about getting into God's Word and how to study God's Word and to get to know Him. And today I get the pleasure of talking about how we can worship God in songs. And so I'm um, just excited to be able to do that with you guys this morning. But I thought first, maybe what I'd start off with is just kind of walk us all down some uh, memory, memory lanes. I don't know what that is. That's weird. So that's all good. But um, let's, let's all take a trip down memory lane in our own lives. And let's, let's think about uh, songs that have meant things to us in the past, right? Maybe, at, maybe it's at a dance, right? Maybe at a dance or a wedding. You, you had a dance with uh, your, your daughter or your son, and maybe there was a song that uh, really just connected with you, right? That you remember that song because it was a, an emotional moment, right? That you had there in that wedding and you were able to dance with that loved one. And it's a memorable moment, right? We, we get to keep that song in our memory. And every time we hear it again, it reminds us, remember this, right? Remember this song? Remember that? Guys, uh, for us, it may be, hey, your wife remembers a song the first time you went on a date. And you're like, hey, do you remember that song? And the guys are like, I should, but I don't, right? <laughs> what it remind me once again? Oh, this was the first song they played at our date, or that was our song, right? Or whatever. And so sometimes these songs bring good memories. Sometimes, guys, we tend to forget. That's okay. But um, our wives are there to remind us. Like, hey, remember that song? I do. I do. And then the memories come flooding back. How about at funerals, you know, over the... Last year or two here at Great Oaks, we've had some celebrations of life, right? And a lot of times songs play a role there. But funerals, right? So funerals, we've been there. I know we've had a few over the years here at Great Oaks. And, and, and it, it brings those emotions to mind. We remember those loved ones that have passed, right? Songs stir up our mind, but they also stir up our heart. Um, How about graduation songs? We're in that time of year where eighth grade graduation, high school graduations are happening. And I remember for my eighth grade graduation, a song that for some reason it meant a lot to our class. I'm not sure why, but we ended up singing uh, boys to men, end of the road. (laughs) Although we've come. To the, it really wasn't the end of the road. It was just the beginning, right? But that was the song that we sung for our 8th grade graduation. And so it just came to mind. But I remember that song because it connected some humorous parts, right? But it also connected my mind. Like, man, that was an important time. I was 8th grade, right? Going into high school, there's a little bit of fear of what you're going to encounter. But, but still, those songs bring back memories to our minds, right? They connect those stories. Ah, you might think this is a little funny too. Um, When I was about 18, 19 years old, my grandma Elsie passed away. She's my mom's mom. And my mom is from Colorado. She was born and raised in Denver. And so we're here in Illinois. She passed away. She was in the hospital. She was doing well. She was about ready to go home that day. And all of a sudden, her heart, just something happened to her heart, and she passed away abruptly, right? And so we ended up going to Colorado to go to the funeral. And it was a sad time. But out of that, my cousin's And my brothers and all of us, we ended up spending a lot of time driving around Colorado, just seeing the sights, hanging out, getting to know each other, connect with each other. And again, it's a little bit of a humorous song, but it reminds me of that moment with my grandma and my cousins. And it's a song by Bone thugs in harmony <laughs> called The Crossroads, right? And so if you don't know what that song is, it's a ba 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 then tell me what you're going to do. Right? So it's just this really weird rap song that I remember my grandma's funeral with, right? So it's just like my grandma Elsie didn't listen to rap music, but... It's a connection that I have with my cousins and my brothers in that moment. It is a song about passing away, about losing a loved one, right? Don't go look up the lyrics, okay? Wasn't a good time in my life in that regard. So, um, but, but the premise still is there, right? These songs connect our heart and our mind together. Worship and singing in worship connects the biblical values that God has in his words to the emotions that he's given us. That's one of the reasons why we sing. So I come up with eight reasons. Eight reasons today why we sing. In the Bible, there's over 400 scriptures that talk about singing, just alone. So I can't go over all 400 of those with you this morning. That would take forever. But here's just eight simple ways that we sing, reasons why we sing. And number one is this, we sing to obey. See that quote in Apollo 13 failure is not an option. It's not an option for us not to sing either. It's in the scriptures. Colossians 3:16 says this, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God." God has commanded us to sing these songs to each other. Ephesians 5, verses 18 through 21. Be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of the reverence for Christ. We sing to obey. We sing to obey God. We sing to obey his commandments. To sing to each other. Number two, we sing to remember God. Colossians three sixteen again. Just a part of that it says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Last week, Pastor Chase talked about the word of God getting it in us. How do we know God? We read His word. We spend time in his word because he spent 2,000 years writing it. It has his character, right? It has his message. It has his plan. It has who he is in it. And our job is just to spend time with him, getting to know him in his word. And that comes out in song and as we sing. Some songs that we can uh, sing or maybe you've sung uh, that are pulled right out of scripture the blessing, you guys know that song, right? The Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. That's right from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 and 25. If you were raised in the Catholic church, that was a common, right? The priest would say that daily or weekly. Blessed be your name comes out of Psalms 113.2, right? And... Just a great song that I remember, and I'll tell a little bit more about that a little bit later here. But blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Great is Thy faithfulness. A great hymn from Lamentations chapter three, verses twenty through twenty-three. My soul continually remembers it and bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We sing to remember God. We know this from growing up, right? Pastor Chase said that I uh, was, have been singing since a wee little lad, right? We sing songs like the B-I-B-L-E, right? That's the book for me. Or, you know, Jesus loves me. We sing these songs as kids growing up and And they have references to scriptures. But as we become adults, we begin to take these songs and we begin to weave them with music. And we begin to connect them with harmonies and melodies. And out of them come songs based on God's word that get into our heart and get into our mind. We sing to remember God. Number three, we sing to encourage and unify others. First, I want to start with the church here on Sunday mornings. we in our small groups. When you get together, if, if you're blessed to have somebody that can play an instrument, great. If not, still find time to sing some songs. I know this life group did, right? And it's, 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 a, it's an intimate moment where you can connect with each other on a different level, to sing together. Again, in Ephesians 5.19, we build others up by our singing. Ephesians 5.19 reminds us to address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. It's echoed yet again in Colossians three, thirteen through 16. I want to read that for you. It's not on the screen, but just listen. It's bearing with one another, and if, it, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And, it goes, and as I go back through those verses, it says as we encourage each other, as we unify, to our work towards unity together, first it comes out of verse 13, bearing with one another. Out of verse 13 still, forgiving one another, Right? Out of verse 14, putting on love. Out of verse 15, being in unity with each other. And verse 16, teaching God's word to each other. All right there, just in those few scriptures in Ephesians. The reminder for us as a church to encourage and unify our hearts together. Our, song, our singing also gives hope. Yes. And also us an opportunity to tell believe, non-believers about God. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 2 says this. "O oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of his wondrous works. See, we can use song to tell the people around us of who God is. And more importantly, what God has done in us. And the beautiful thing about it is the Bible says, yes, play skillfully to the Lord. But guess what? That's for the musicians and the, and the, and the Levite priests that were, were instructed and given those tasks. But for all of us, he's asked all of us to sing. Right? We'll find out a little bit later here the psalms that we can sing in joy. But we're encouraged, we're commanded to sing and to tell the world of his mighty works. Number four, we sing to connect our heart in mind. Singing is God's way for us to connect. C.S. Lewis said it best. I think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It is its appointed consummation. Right? That singing gives us that enjoyment, that satisfaction. Now, being in the worship world, being a creative person, sometimes we can be maybe a little too emotional maybe a little less logical, right, and more more bent on our emotions, more quick to respond with our emotions as opposed to thinking it through and using our mind. So in the church world, I agree, we have to be careful. Sometimes we can go off in these these rants or these these veins where emotionalism takes over, but that doesn't mean we can't be emotional. Our God is an emotional God. He's joyous and happy and We see his anger in the Old Testament, right? We see even Jesus overturning the tables in the tabernacle, right? God is emotional. We were created in his image, not just what we look like, but also in how we think and how our heart responds, how our emotions deal. We see God portray those out all throughout his word that he is an emotional God as well. But he's just and he's right and he's true and he has a purpose and he has a plan. So when we craft worship on Sundays, as we plan the services, we try to balance the two. The songs we picked, we, we do our best to make sure those songs are as true to God's word as they can be because we don't want to confuse our minds and our hearts because then that's where cults happen, right? That's where things happen that aren't true to God's word. Because people get tied up in a belief or an emotion that isn't in God's word. So we have to be careful balancing those two. I agree, but it doesn't mean that we can't let our emotions get involved because God made those in us. He made those for us to use for his glory and for his purpose. We sing to remind us of God's faithfulness. In Acts 16, 25, we have a great uh, reference for Paul and Silas. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And as you continue reading, right, a miraculous thing happens as they are singing, the ground shakes and the chains fall off, right? And the prisoners are freed and the guards are fearful. And in that moment, right, Paul gets the opportunity to lead a guard to Jesus, right? Rather than taking his own life, Paul says, Stop. None of us have left. But let me tell you about Jesus in that moment. Now, for me, I, I know this is, a, this is a, probably one of the truer ones. They're all true at, to me at some point, but this is probably one of the most uh, prevalent ones is in, in looking at this, is when I went back um, thinking about stories and personal um, things that I've gone through and how God and singing have helped me. You know, when I had that brain tumor back in 2003, 2004, um, when Kayla and I found out about that, the song, "Blessed be Your Name." Had just come out. Matt Redman had written a song with uh, some other guys, and the song Blessed Be Your Name it's based out of uh, some scriptures uh, throughout the Bible, but one of the main ones is out of Job, and out of Job 1, verses 20 through 21. And as we're going through this just doubt of what's going to happen, right? When we first found out about the brain tumor, we weren't sure it was cancerous. Or, or non-cancerous. The doctor who called us uh, on the phone to tell us the first time told my wife, hey, guess what? He's got a brain tumor. He's probably got six months to live, right? And so it's pretty abrupt, pretty emotional, pretty scary at that time. And so we're like, God, what do we do? What do we do? And so God brought the right people in, right? And he brought this song in, and it just comforted our hearts and our minds as we sang it at home as we sang it at church right the worship leader that was uh, one of my volunteer worship leaders at the church i was working at that time he he sang the song and he would send me an email and said nate hey i'm just singing this over you and in that scripture we read from job chapter 1 verses 20 through 21 then job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshiped and he had said naked i came from my mother's womb and naked shall i return the lord gave and the Lord has taken away blessed be the name of the Lord that song blessed be the name of the Lord from that that verse there in Job and if you know the story of Job he lost everything his entire family his land his livestock everything of value that he had he lost it but that last line the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away but blessed be the name of the Lord And that was our stance in that moment. That song comforted us. God, I may not make it through six months, but if that's your will, it's okay. Now, of course, we made it through, right? I'm here today, and God blessed us through that time. And Not saying it was easy, not saying that we didn't have doubts, not saying that we didn't wrestle with God. We did, but this song kept bringing us back to his faithfulness. It kept bringing us back to his goodness that he had a plan, that he has a plan. And even though we may not understand it, he has a reason for it. Number six, we sing to wage war. Now, how does song play a part in battle? Well, one great thing is we know Back in biblical times when they fought, particularly in the Old Testament, um, a lot of times, did you know that two armies would get on two opposing hills, right? We see this in David and, 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 and the kings and, and uh, in, in the Old Testament. And we see that they would kind of get on both two hills and they would send their, you know, maybe their champions like Goliath, right? He would, they would send their champion and they'd fight to reduce, right, um, all the killing, but at times they'd often also get on two opposing hills, and they would just make noise, right? They would make really loud noise to try and inflict fear in the other person. If you ever watched Braveheart movie, you've probably seen that. It probably brings up some memories you don't want to see, but 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 they do that, right? So they would they would make they would make each other uh, they would be as loud as they could to try to inflict fear, right? Our words have power. Our voices have power, right? So singing and singing. God has given us power to sing and to, to use our voice, I think, in a lot of ways, to um, battle the enemy. And this, in our case, the enemy is the devil. Ephesians 6, 12 um, says this, right? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly Places. See, these, the spiritual war is going on each and every day in our lives, and one of the ways that we get to worship God and to battle uh, these forces is to sing, to declare God's goodness and his promises over our life, right? To see uh, victory in our life from our failures, our temptations, and from Satan himself. If you ever want to do a, a, a really cool study um, and find out more about the devil, go, go into the Old Testament and read as much as you can about him because God made him beautiful, right? God made him gorgeous. But one of his talents was music. One of his giftings that God had given him is music. And I do believe, and I know my mom had said this growing up all my years of life, that there's this war being waged and Satan's got his music and God has his music right and we get to sing his praises and his goodness and we get to sing these songs but the devil's trying to lure us away as well not saying that all music is bad because there's a lot of great love songs right matter of fact there's a great country song called worship you right have you guys heard that song yeah and it's a song about how he loves his wife right but we have to be careful because it's easy for the devil to get a foothold into our lives and so we can use song Songs and scriptural songs to wage war. Some songs that I thought of that maybe if you're going through a battle in your own life can can play or find on Spotify or YouTube. And some of them we sing here. "See a Victory" by Elevation Worship. We've sung it before, but it's a song about claiming victory because Christ has already claimed it for us. "Surrounded, Fight My Battles." Uh, Michael W. Smith has a version a f- a version of it. "Lion and the Lamb" is a song that we've done. Uh, Many times here at Great Oaks by Leland. And then Break Every Chain by Jesus Culture. Songs that we can sing. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's a struggle. Maybe it's something in your life that you just continually wrestle with. And you you need that victory to claim victory over it in the name of Jesus. These songs can uh, guide you in that process. The scriptural songs to help you walk through that. Number seven, We sing because he makes us glad. We're reminded throughout the Psalms of the joy and gladness that God presents us with even even in the midst of our struggle. Here's some Psalms that you guys can write down. Uh, Maybe if you're going through a time of just sadness or or just feeling the weight of the world on you. Psalm 511, let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them. That those who love your name may exalt you. Psalms 9, verse 2. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. Psalm 51, 14. This is David after he had um, been approached by the prophet um, Nathaniel, And he said, deliver me from blood guiltness, O God. O God, of my salvation and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. Psalm 59, verse 16, I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning, for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. And Psalm 63, 7, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. And that leads us to number eight. I think this is the encompassing one of them all, that we get to sing to glorify God. He's the reason why we sing. I mentioned that song, that country song, Worship You, and it's a husband or a fiance or boyfriend write a song about his wife or, and just how he would worship you, and he even talks about, I'm a God-fearing man, but if you were a religion, uh, you know, I would worship you in this way, but if you take some of the corniness out of it, the songs that we sing are love songs to God and about God. Because he first showed that love to us, right? And he's written a, a whole book of songs called Psalms, right? We see Solomon in his wisdom writing a, a whole book of Song of Solomons, talking about all of life, from, from nature to to relationships, right? We see all this beauty in God's word of how these songs are sung to him, about him, for him. And I know sometimes maybe the style of the music doesn't fit how you're raised, but that doesn't mean the words don't speak the message that they need to speak. I know that sometimes we prefer a certain style or maybe not a full band, maybe just the voices singing together. But that doesn't make the message any less important if it's about God. Because what often happens is we put our own personal wants and needs in front of just worshiping the God who has given it all for us. When we sing these songs, and as a band and as a worship leader, our job is not to perform. It is just to lead you into the throne room of Jesus so that in those minutes and seconds, you can connect with God. You can forget what has happened, even since you walked through those doors this moment, and you can focus your eyes on Jesus and say, God, I'm here. I'm here right now in this moment, in this place to give you praise and to give you praise alone. My life may be a wreck. I may be falling apart. It may be going nowhere. But in this moment, I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to sing about you. And I tell you what, in those moments when we lay it on the the line, when we actually offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, as God has asked us to do, it's in those moments that God says, okay, now I've got you. You've let go. You finally have let go. Now, let me just start to do some work. And I'm not saying it's gonna get all better when you go home, but I'm gonna say that, man, God can take the weight and he can take that pain and he can take whatever you're going through. And in those moments, as we look to him, they all disappear and we can say, God, man, give me wisdom. God, help me through this. Help me navigate this storm in my life, whatever it may be. Maybe it is joy. God, thank you. God, thank you for just everything you've given me, everything you've blessed me with. God, never let me get so arrogant and prideful that I forget to give you praise for what you've blessed me with. We sing because He loves us, we sing because we love Him. No matter the style, no matter the preference, words are where the weight is and as you read them on the screens and as you sing them from this day going forward let the words resonate in your mind let them resonate in your heart let them let you see the truth let the holy spirit take them and show you man my god is good i don't like the style of music but man those words are good right because that's really what it's about. The melodies help us remember them, but the songs speak the truth of who God is and what God has done for us. So what's that mean? What what can we take home from today? Well, we love all of you guys to audition for the worship team. So... (laughs) Actually, you know what? You're all part of the worship team. Because it's not us up here just singing, it's all of us together as one voice singing to the one and only God in the world who has died for us, who loves us, and who wants to be with us. And in song, we get to connect those together And whether you're here in this room or you're online, it doesn't matter because God still hears us, right? He still hears us no matter where we're at. And as we sing together, it's like one giant chorus singing together the praises of God and who he is. So my only ask is today as we sing this last song let's sing like we've never sang before. Let's let the words resonate in our mind and our hearts and as we leave and as we go home this week let's find some playlists on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music or Pandora wherever wherever you listen to music and let's give praise each and every day to God. Let's find extra time to sing whether it be sad or glad in between let's find the time this week to worship God in song not just in prayer not just in his word but also to sing it out and to give him thanks for who he is can you guys do that amen all right let's bow our heads and pray God we just thank you so much for your goodness and your love God, I just thank you that you give us the gift to sing. And it doesn't matter if we're on key or off key, God, because your ears just hear a beautiful sound. I just pray that as we just pour out our hearts to you in song that God you just continually remind us of the love that you have for us life can sure be hard sometimes but God man as we sing we can let those emotions out those moments of gladness, God, man, we can celebrate the victories that you've won in our life. We can celebrate the good things that you've given us, a beautiful home and a beautiful family, God, and, and just people around us who love us, that encourage us, God, that lift us up and spur us on to do good things God and we can rejoice in you because they're not there by accident God you put us in the places that we're at for a reason and for a purpose and God let us sing those praises to you and God let us sing your praises to those that don't know you as well. This is what God has done in my life. This is how he's changed my life. This is how he has made me new. This is how he's made me whole. This is how he can help you because he did it for me. God, help us not to be too stubborn to connect our heart and our mind. to let you connect them, God, and to bring forth just beauty, beauty that you've created. I thank you for the gift, God, to give you praise and song. We love you, and we thank you for all you've done. And we pray, amen, amen. Before we sing this, just to remind you guys, like, hey, if you need anything, any event or want to join a group, you can stop by Connection Central. And next week, excited to have Pastor Kevin kick us off as well, um, or continue off in this series and talking about prayer. But right now, let's stand up. This song, Build My Life, let's sing it out like we've never sung it before. And let's give God the praise, amen?